News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Concerns were raised by the ESRI on Friday about the impact full employment is having on the Irish economy. But what does the long-term future hold for us? And could we sustain an island of up to 10 million people here? Danny McCoy, CEO of IBEC, joins us now. Good morning to you, Danny. Um, This is a very interesting question because we, we talked to the ESRI on Friday and they were saying we're almost victims of our own success. We're doing well, but because we're doing well, we're, I think the description was like we're like a teenager outgrowing its clothes. We, 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 are, we are in a position where constraints are happening now. How do you view it, the future of Irish economy? Thanks, Kira. I think, uh, look, the first, the first thing to say is this is, on the nature of problems, this is a good problem to have, but it's a problem nonetheless. And it's, it's the speed of adjustment is the real issue. The economy not alone is growing in economic terms. Our workforce is also increasing dramatically, which puts all the strain and pressures on infrastructure, housing, education, health, and so on, as well as the physical infrastructure. So we actually have the resources. We have the the money to do fairly spectacular things, but it's getting access to those resources. And in addition, while we are getting wealthier, we're starting to put costs into business now that is going up quite dramatically. In fact, that's probably the biggest issue for business at the turn of the year is the cost of doing business has really dramatically gone up as a result of government decisions on things like living wage, auto-enrollment of pensions, statutory sick pay. So the overall economy looks good for the long term, but we need to be careful that we don't overreact in the short term by putting in competitiveness pressures, and that, that would really be letting costs get up too high too quickly. And unfortunately, we appear to be going down that route. And with regard to those things, that, that increased cost of doing business, obviously the increased minimum wage has a knock-on effect further up the, 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 the wage scale. Um, what, is, what is that doing to businesses? Is it, is it putting people out of business? Is it just cutting profit margins? Is it turning some people off investment? What are the impacts of it? Uh, all of the above, really, because what you've seen is last year, the most dramatic thing that happened probably globally was the turn on the interest rate cycle. So again, not actually under our, our Irish economy determinants, but globally, we saw that you know interest rates have been pretty low for a long time and then suddenly went up dramatically. And they've kind of at a level now that will be normal historical terms. So that's, that puts a lot of pressure on businesses and the households and so on as well. And so governments have tried to react to that by putting more money in the economy. Inflation has started to go up. So for businesses, their cost base has, has been driven up quite dramatically. So some businesses, if they had a low profit margin, won't be in profit anymore. They'll, they'll have lost that profitability margin. And those who actually do decent profit margins are seeing those eroded. So all businesses get pushed towards the edge as a result of these costs. And, and the costs are very significant. Some small businesses will, will actually experience up to 25% increase in their wage bill both from the wages from their employees are demanding in this very tight labour market, but also these induced costs coming from the government. You know, even things okay. like leave days, which are good, positive. All of these things are positive things in themselves. It's the lack of coordination and the amount of... And is of that how business feels, Danny? Them. Do they feel like they're, that they're being squeezed? Is, 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 is that the sentiment? There, there is an avalanche of government-induced costs coming to businesses at the start of 2024. And they're coming from various departments. Um, all, as I said, all of them individually have merit in terms of the items, but the fact that they haven't actually been coordinated 
means that businesses are being hit by a really significant step up in costs. And that's going to lead to business failures. People will lose their jobs in a tight labour market. People are able to find alternative employment, but the actual business themselves may not be able to survive. And it's not every business, but it is a substantial amount. And so go back to like the economy itself, as you said in the first question. These are good things in terms of backdrop. It's actually the speed of adjustment that is probably okay. going to be the most Okay, that was one of the things I was going to ask you. So are we sort of just in a position of playing catch-up now and that's fairly reasonable and okay and when we do catch up, maybe in a period of 18, 36 months, something like that, all will be well. Is that your view? Yeah, it's possible that we get to that. But again, we, you know, we must acknowledge that Ireland, which is great, is now one of the richest parts of the, the globe and so our cost base and price levels are going to be really high. And that means we've got to reinvest back into our people in terms of the National Training Fund, getting people ready for the future in terms of artificial intelligence, decarbonizing the economy. Good news is we have the resources, but there's a sunlit upland there. But unfortunately, we have to go through this valley. Okay. And if we go through the valley by putting these uh, huge costs in us, we might make, we might make where we want to get to. And that's partly what the ESRI said when they were with us on Friday. What, one of the things they said is, is that housing is a big constraint, that we need more workers, but we've nowhere to, to house them. So we need to build more housing, we need to build them more quickly. But they said in the short term, what that will do is it will increase construction inflation and push up prices. Now, the more you build, ultimately, then the price will fall again. But that we are, as you say, to get to those sunlit uplands, there's going to be a, a bit of a choppy course. Do you expect the next sort of two years to be difficult for the Irish economy? Um, in historical governments terms, never no, like that in, in the time of an election. I, no, I think that the economy is in, in pretty strong shape given the nature of our economy, the type of sectors, the type of advanced industry we have here, and also on the corporate tax side, we anticipate that while it may be volatile in the long term, I don't think there's going to be any short-term headwinds on the demand side of the economy. On the supply side, is what we've just been talking about this morning in terms of being able to meet that demand. I think there will be great pressures, and I think some businesses, unfortunately, are going to fall over because of these additional costs. But ultimately, the economy is in good shape, and so some of these are actually self-induced own goals from the government that's not coordinating these costs and just slapping them all on to a business that's trying to you know, adjust in a tight labour market. But the additional costs, as I said, while having merit individually, it's the sum of all the costs that's really dramatic Gosh. at this point. Danny McCoy, CEO of IBEC, thank you very much for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.